0: Hey guys. Welcome to Monday's show. Hope you had a great holiday, a great holiday weekend. Good morning, studio. Good morning. morning. Hope everybody's just awesome. We'll catch up later on and see what everybody in this room did for Thanksgiving. Uh, I do want to start with a story Amy told me about being at Starbucks. So take it away, Amy.
1: Okay, so there was this woman. I guess she'd been waiting there for a while, and a lot of people were getting their orders. It was busy. But this one woman, she'd been waiting there. So she went up to the barista counter and said, Hey, just checking on my order. You know, my name's Linda, whatever, sweet old lady, probably 60 something years old. The barista, who's maybe 20 something years old, loses her mind on this old woman. She's like, I'm doing the best that I can. I'm sorry <laughs> you have to wait. Basically, like, uses her hands to look around and is like, Can't you see that we're busy? I mean, but she's yelling. So, I mean, you can tell it's for this barista. It's way more than this woman asking this question. Like she's clearly having a day and she needed to probably go take a break and breathe, but she didn't. So she snapped on this woman. And then she's making someone else's drink and her hands are shaking. It's just it's just intense. <laughs> like everyone around me that we were waiting, we just all were side-eyeing each other like, "What?" are we witnessing right now this is very awkward and you know what the old lady when she walked out she finally got her drink and i saw her outside and i said hey ma'am i just wanted you to know like you did nothing wrong that she's clearly just having a bad day but i wanted her to leave starbucks with a more positive experience
0: (laughs) amy's the pr team for starbucks now that poor old lady
1: i know i felt so bad i was like happy holidays
0: (laughs) that helped what else happened
1: (laughs) well then i mean i just was thinking why is everybody so angry is it just that time of year (laughs) because we're at a red light and this guy gets out of his car i don't know what happened to make this guy angry assuming maybe almost got cut off whatever but this guy pulls up to a light the car behind him he gets out and he starts yelling at the guy behind him but like from his From his car door. He got out, stood up, and yelled from his car door. I was really nervous he was going to go over to the car. I was also really nervous that the car he was yelling at was maybe going to have a gun. And I'm like, why Mm -hmm. are you yelling at him? You never know. We talk about it on the show all the time. You never know when someone is carrying a gun and you are risking your life just because you're a little bit angry.
0: So how'd that end up?
1: I don't know. Light turned green. I had to go. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I still was just, I, my, I, I was a little baffled at those two experiences and how people were handling their anger. And I just wanted to remind people to breathe. Mm-hmm. Four, seven, eight. You breathe in for four. Hold for seven seconds, out for eight. Repeat that five times. It's therapy gold.
0: And nothing says the Christmas spirit like road rage. Am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It is time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the
2: air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah.
0: Hello, Bobby Bones. I've been with my girlfriend for four years. There has never been a doubt in my mind that she's the one. I'm finally at the point of my life where I feel comfortable financially, and I think the time is right to ask her to marry me. I wanted to do it soon. I was thinking about asking her on Christmas Eve. I told my best friend about my plan, and he thinks that holiday proposals are cliche, but I don't really want to wait until next year to ask her. I have it all planned out. Am I ready to do this thing? What do you think? Should I propose on Christmas Eve or wait until the holidays pass? Signed, Caleb L., Here's the situation, Caleb. I used to think it was very cliche too, but some people want to do it during the holidays because there's a lot of family around. And a lot of times in March or June, there aren't. You don't have that support system that you would love to be involved at arm's length. I think if it's the perfect time in your mind and you know you and her better than anybody else, you do it.
1: Look at your growth here. Don't
0: worry about being (laughs) cliche. Even if it is cliche, who cares? Who cares? You do it if it feels good to you and you stop worrying about other people or what your friend says is cliche. That's the answer. I used to think they were the lamest thing ever, but I never really understood why having a family around was important. To me, I wouldn't do it on a holiday. I didn't do it on a holiday. But seeing Caitlin's relationship with her family, I understand now that it's important, it was important to her to have people around her when it happened. So do your thing. Don't worry about your goober friend
1: here. Yeah, if you're ready, go go for for it. it.
0: Go for it. That ring's gonna be burning a hole in your pocket anyway.
1: Yeah, and it's an easy
0: day to remember as your proposal anniversary, which won't be a thing after a while. (laughs) Maybe one year, but even it then it that gets overshadowed by Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. So it's really nothing to remember. There you go. That's my advice. Do you feel any different? No.
1: I mean, I think you. What, regardless of when you're going to do it, if this is the time you want to do it, you just do it. Like you said, who cares what anybody else thinks? Yeah. And it will be hey, great if, if family is involved in it somehow or having them around is special. But then you got Christmas the next day, and I don't know what you got her for Christmas, but nothing's going to top <laughs> no, the proposal. Oh,
0: that's the gift. That is the gift. <laughs> that's Wait, the gift. what? Yes.
1: That's not you the gift. Gotta a,
0: you just got to get a little something after that. Just a little something. <laughs> like that's a gift the gift card. Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's a five bucks Starbucks gift card works, I'll tell you. <laughs> Okay. All right. If you want to email us, Morgan, what do they do?
3: Mailbag at BobbyBones.com. We got your email
0: and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah.
2: Bones.
0: Our producer Ramundo went to Mexico for a wedding. Right, Raimundo? Yup. How was that, by the way?
4: Oh, it was great. He's uh, he was my best man, so my best friend, and then my wife got to go, and it was a small ceremony, but right out over the Pacific, it was gorgeous. Did you feel safe down there in Mexico? Oh, yeah. I mean, we traveled as a group of 10 people. Everybody was COVID tested. Everybody that stayed at the house, COVID tested. They have very strict policies there in Mexico as well.
0: Well, I'm not even talking about COVID. I'm talking about getting your head chopped off.
4: Uh, Maybe other parts of Mexico, but we were all safety zone, I think. So we were good. I think, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, think, I think. I mean, I think we're safe here from the cartel. Um, So you go to Mexico. You have the wedding. It's amazing. You come back, and then what starts to happen with your body?
4: Yeah, it was really weird. I just started eating a bunch of food, and it was the first time I've eaten two fast foods for one meal. I went and got, what was it, Sonic? And then I even swung by Wendy's and got a chicken cheddar melt. I mean, so I, for whatever reason, my appetite has almost doubled since I came back from Mexico. So what does that mean to you, though? Uh, could be a bunch of things. One of them, maybe I got a bug, something that was in the water, and maybe the, the food I eat, that bug just ends up eating it up.
1: Oh.
0: So most you think you have a worm. He thinks he has a worm, mm. oh.
4: not yes. a bug.
1: a parasite.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, whatever that is, I, my appetite right now, I mean, I just keep eating. I got a whole pizza the other day, and usually me and my wife share it. I eat the whole thing, and I told her, I said, hey, we're going to have to order another pizza before you get home. I downed that whole puppy by myself. Well, aside from this, you just ate the whole pizza? Well, usually. And then she got home and was like. <laughs> we, uh, she'll order food Uh, takeout as she's coming home and then it'll come sometimes before, so I'll start eating, and then by the time she gets there, then she'll eat, but yeah, this time, there's no food
0: left over. You can't even save her. After a long day at work, (laughs) she got home and there's no food? Well, Okay, we'll address that later. Amy, what do you think about Raymundo and his worm?
1: Well, I mean, I had a friend that got some sort of parasite traveling. Like She was in another country, came back, And she found out she had it, but it did speed up her metabolism so much that she ended up losing weight. This was years ago. And she, well, she liked the parasite because of that. And so she did not get rid of it. And that was really bad because it ended up giving her diabetes. And now she lives with <gasps> oh, that for the rest of her wow. life. wow. Oh. Oh. Yeah, well, like, I thought this was going to
0: be a fun story. Like an after-school special, we learn a lesson, but we're all a better no, for we, it. But we, oh,
1: we are learning a lesson. Like, I don't—this I, I this could be what's happening to Ray is it's speeding up his metabolism and it's making him hungry. But if you've got that, you need to go to the doctor and get it checked out because there could be lifelong, you know, side effects.
0: How do they test for a parasite? Just take your blood?
1: I think I think I've had some before. I can't remember why I thought I did. I ended up taking some pills. I think after I got back from Haiti one trip, and I got rid of it. But I don't know. They can. They have ways. Just go to the doctor.
4: Ray, are you going to the doctor, or do you like that you're hungrier? No, it definitely needs to be checked out. Because even my wife, I was sitting on the couch, and she goes, "Your stomach. You look almost pregnant. <laughs> it's doubled in size."
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> that definitely sounds like a parasite. Yeah, and it's not me. I mean, we can take a picture of it and put it on the website, but I mean, I'm not even pushing it out. It's easily something's in my stomach and it's not normal. Is something in
0: your stomach that entire pizza or the two burgers you (laughs) ate? I mean, that could be what it is. You're just eating more.
4: But it's odd that it happened right after Mexico. And I mean, now that you're talking about food, I kind of want a pizza
0: now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. And I don't have a parasite. Okay, Ray, get it checked out. Yep. I don't know how you do that. Do you have a doctor? Do you have a
4: doctor, like your own doctor? Yeah, yeah, we have to for work, and then we get discounts on the insurance.
1: Okay, well, perfect. Well,
0: there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Learn something new every day. Uh, Okay, Ray, go check that out. Uh, Let us know before we leave for Christmas break if you have a parasite. It's not contagious, right, Amy? Like, we can't get it. Ooh, I think you can. Don't bones. like.
1: I don't know. Don't. <laughs>
0: okay, then you need to go in the next couple days. <laughs> all right, all
1: right. No, it's not. I mean, you would have to like consume somehow. The parasite would have to come from Ray's body. To yours. I don't. I, listen, Bobby. You said we're like that show, Doctors. We're not. We don't know anything. I,
0: but here's what Ray and I do that you guys don't know. We do Italian <laughs> greeting every morning we see each other, which is kiss on the mouth. Oh.
3: Bobby Bonjour. the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan Number Two's thirty second skinny. The CMA Country Christmas Special airs tonight. Carly Pierce and Gabby Barrett are hosting the show. There will be performances by Carrie Underwood, Brett Eldridge, Lady A, Jimmy Allen, and more. Watch it on ABC tonight at 87 Central. Jason Aldean talked about being home from touring more often for his kids.
4: After Memphis was born, uh, I did make it a conscious effort to, to back off a little bit. You know, we probably went from playing 75 shows to 55 shows you know so just to make it where i'm at home a little bit more you know a few more weekends a year
3: kane brown gave the cleveland ohio boys and girls club a new gym and he shared why he did it
4: i love basketball and we get to give these kids a new gym today um, and i think it's amazing i hope they love it
3: and morgan number two that's your skinny
4: it's time for the good
3: news with producer eddie Tell me something good.
5: All right, we're going to do an in-person Tell Me Something Good. This is Michelle from Missouri. She's on the phone now.
0: Michelle, what's happening? Hi, good
2: morning.
5: Morning. Tell us your story.
2: Um, I um, wrote into the B team to talk about my friend Liz. Um, About seven years ago, she lost her son to leukemia. Before she lost him, we had started Team Caden to help with their expenses. After he passed, she turned it into the Team Caden Foundation, she um, gives back to um, families that are with children that are facing daunting medical battles. Uh, we have a 5K every year in our small community. She raised over 20, we all helped her, raise over $24,000 this year for three families. She gives two scholarships to our local high school and she gives the cancer research. So I just love how she turned their heartache into something really special.
0: Man, that's somebody who went through something that you, you never want to experience, and yet she took something so positive from it and is helping other <laughs> families that are fighting the same fight.
2: She did. She's she's amazing.
0: And what's her name? And she
2: rallies us all around. Her name is Liz Keller.
0: Liz. And her
2: son's name was Caden.
0: Liz, you're <clears> awesome, <throat> and Caden and would be very proud. That is that that's a fantastic story. And Michelle, thank you for sharing that with us today.
2: All right, thank you.
0: That right Bye-bye. there is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> Our last day to work was last Wednesday. So we did the show Wednesday and then we were off. But between when we left the show Wednesday and Thanksgiving, Lunchbox did two Thanksgiving social experiments. And we're going to play on both here. What is social experiment number one, Lunchbox?
6: Well, I had bought a turkey at the store and I was like, you know, I wonder if a restaurant will cook this for me. You know, I so, go. Oh my. <laughs> Yeah, because I got home and I realized, man, this turkey's not going to fit in my microwave. And so mm. I wonder if they're going to help a lonely guy like me out and say, you know what? We'll cook it for you. In your microwave? That was my ploy is I don't
0: have a stove, okay. you know. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Got Okay. Okay, here we go. This is, the, is this, what kind of restaurant
6: are you going into? Uh, this one's a fast food place. I guess, ma'am, I was wondering if you guys cooked that for me.
5: Can we cook it for you? Yeah,
6: it won't fit in my microwave and I, I'm trying to get it ready for Thanksgiving.
5: No, sir. We don't do
6: that here. It's just like a 12-pounder, and I tried to put it in my microwave, and it won't fit.
3: It's not going to fit.
6: You can't fit it in there, the deep fryer? No. Just like you do the french fries? <laughs> no, sir. I'll let you come over Thanksgiving if you fry it.
7: I won't even
6: be in town. <laughs> All right. So it's no go? No okay. go. Man, All right. Boy, she said no immediately.
7: Yeah,
0: immediately. She must have been the manager to have that kind of power. She must have been managing the place. All right, here's number two.
6: Yeah, I was wondering if you guys could cook this for me for Thanksgiving. It won't fit in my microwave. Are you Yes, ma'am. Yeah, we can't cook any outside food in our store. I won't eat it here. I'll take it out. No outside food can be cooked here.
2: And we won't even
6: be open Thanksgiving anyway. No, no, I mean, I cook it now. I'll, I'll wait. We can't cook
1: your food. All right.
6: I'm sorry about that. That's all right. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, my gosh.
6: Oh for two. So what's the second experiment because that one didn't work? Uh, this one, I took my turkey back to the store, and I went to two different stores, and I asked them if they would cut it in half, and then they could sell the other half because I, I can only eat six pounds of a 12-pound turkey. <laughs> all right here's the first clip so this 12 pounder uh it's only gonna be me so i just need about six pounds can we cut that in half oh i can't do that i don't have i can't use the sock. oh man you sure yeah i'm positive sorry about that ah you know because it's gonna be awkward me by myself with this 12 pound (laughs) turkey you know i got no friends or anything you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah Um, sorry okay so you can't can't, cut it i can't do it Uh, ah all right man
1: so awkward. Did the guy
0: go same here? Yeah, he did. When I said I have no friends, he said same here. Oh,
1: no. (laughs) That
0: poor guy. You should invite him to your house for real on Thanksgiving. that'd be awkward. Okay, here is uh, one other clip.
6: Oh, I was just going to see if you could cut this in half for me. No. No, just like on on that slicer because I only need half the turkey. This is a 12-pounder. I only need six. No, do that. So you can't cut it in half? No. And then like just leave half back put half back on the shelf? No. You sure? Yeah. Alright. Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> she was not
0: having your BS. No, she was okay. not happy. This ends the social experiments about Thanksgiving. Um, we did three of them. The first one was Lunchbox acting sad, asking if he go to somebody's house. And they said, everybody said? No. Yeah. The second one was, would they cook us turkey? And everybody said? No. <laughs> the third one was, will they cut it in half and sell the other half because you're just a lonely guy and that's too much? And everybody said? No. Okay, so what do we learn about
6: this social etiquette of folks? That people lie about all these stories about oh, everybody's so nice around Thanksgiving they'll do anything for you. They will not do crap for you. <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> not to bring you down, friends, but there you have it. All right, thank you, Lunchbox. Bones. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Ryan Hurd. Well, this is. I won't say awkward, but it is odd. Ryan Hurd is sitting in my desk back in the studio, and I'm at a hotel room far, far away. We've never actually let a guest sit in my chair, but Ryan, after your Grammy nomination, I think you deserve it. Welcome, Ryan. Oh, yeah. to Thank Hurt you. Studio. Yeah. Look at this
8: guy. This is incredibly weird. We didn't, but uh, thank you for having me. (laughs) Looks like you're hosting this show. It's very cool. I'm like driving the ship, I guess. I don't know. Well, I'm I'm the, am I the uh, captain? Don't get (laughs) hurt yourself, buddy. I don't know. I'm like Dwight Uh, Schrute at the office where they give him the fake steering wheel at the the front of the boat. (laughs) On the boat? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: We have a lot of stuff to talk about. And Ryan didn't come in because of his best country duo group performance Grammy nomination. That him and Marin have been nominated for Grammy, which is a huge deal. He didn't come in because he's had a number one song and his first as an artist chasing after you, because that's happened since we talked to you. He actually came in because
8: he brought us some pie, some some of that recent pie.
1: <laughs> oh, you got one? That's
8: what I said. Hey.
1: How did you get that?
8: <laughs> All right, here's the story. I saw Bobby tweet about this. It was forty dollars. Like, I'm gonna buy that pie, and I didn't think anything of it. And then I saw they only made three thousand of them. Literally an hour later, people were selling them for a lot of money on eBay. And I was I like, we'll, I guess we'll just eat it. And, and um, I had so many people reach out and ask me about it to give a review. Scuba Steve invited me to come on the show to uh, (laughs) (coughs) share the leftovers, which I'm really excited about. This is the weirdest thing I've ever done on the radio, but I think it's my favorite thing I've ever done on the radio. So thank you for having me, and everybody come get a little bit of this uh, Reese's uh, 9-inch cup pie.
0: Yeah, yeah, please review it, because I wonder, is it just a big cup, or is it a little bit more pie?
8: Here's my review. If you love a, a regular old peanut butter cup, you will love this, because it is not a pie. It is a gigantic nine-inch peanut butter cup. And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, in my opinion, I think they could have done, like, a pie crust on the bottom, like a chocolate pie mm, crust. Yeah. But they didn't. Mm. So come—it's not, like, <laughs> next the year. most amazing, like, visual anymore. I, I might actually need a a, a knife. Uh, I have plates. I mean, look at that thing. So I tried to eat it like a pizza.
1: Thank you.
8: It is, it is, It is hard to eat, but— you like peanut butter cups? This is for you. I am I am mouth deep in this stuff. It is so good. <laughs> that's like, disgusting.
6: It is like he said. It's a peanut butter cup, and it is. And I'm trying to eat it like a pizza. That chocolate is very thick, so it's hard. It's like you could chip a tooth. But guys,
8: this is excellent. Like, it's almost frozen ish, but yeah. it's not. I never put it in the freezer. I just put it in the refrigerator.
0: But aren't you mouth deep in anything you eat ever? Like I don't know that that's any different. Being mouth deep. It, well, just that.
6: well <laughs> I just usually I can back. just do nibble,
0: but this is, I'm going all mouth. All <laughs> no, the time. All mouth. Okay, that's different. Hey, by the way, Ryan Hurd is here. He brought us some of mm-hmm. the gigantic peanut butter cup. <laughs> mm-hmm. When they announced the Grammy nominations, Ryan, and you and Marin were nominated, were you shocked by that, or were you expecting that it
8: may, or were you hoping it may happen? Well, you obviously always have a dream one day to be nominated for a Grammy. I totally forgot that the Grammys were... Being announced that day the nominations and I was on the golf course and I was I made a double bogey after because Marin called me and said we just got nominated for a Grammy and I I guess I just didn't even click in my mind that this year I would maybe get nominated this is my first year being nominated for like the CMAs and CMT awards and now the Grammy Awards so yeah I was very surprised and um just really proud to be a part of that for the first time and
0: he is on the road starting in January in Columbus, Ohio, Seattle, Portland, Spokane. Oh, if you can hear us, he's going to be near you. So go to RyanHerd.com, get tickets. Listen, between your number one, your record coming out, Palago, which I hope everybody checks out, between your, your number one song, Michigan winning, you got the the, the pe- peanut butter cup pie. Like, things are looking <laughs> up for Mr. Hurd.
8: It's been yeah. a good year, man. It's been a good year. It's so. been a good year. I'll I- say this, though. My, washing, my last week... Uh, I was home with Hayes doing, I love, sometimes it's just like we have to switch off because we're both working. And so I had him for a whole week, just me and him and our washing machine basically exploded and spewed water into our whole house. And we had an inch of water on both floors and ruined so much of it. And I just remember thinking like, it doesn't matter if you got nominated for a grammy your washing machine doesn't care yeah so uh it's it's been a very very amazing week and also a humbling one in other ways and uh just very thankful for all of it and i think it's just like sitting here kind of sinking in when you've said the word grammy like three or four times it kind of got the chills a little bit for the first time so just saying you got nominated oh they can that. but not
0: you <laughs> yeah i mean millie Vanilli it was taken away so so as long as you're not like busting the lip-syncing controversy you're all good I'm good on yeah. that one. Yeah, cool. he's good. I'm definitely saying it <laughs> <laughs> Amy. in my basement. Give us your review of the, the the pie before we go, the peanut butter cup pie.
1: Oh, I'm obsessed with it. I think it's amazing. I think at first bite, I, the, ch- the layer of chocolate on top is a little thick for me. Too much. I agree with Ryan. They could do some sort of a different real pie crust on the bottom that still fits the vibe. Keep the peanut butter the same. That's perfect. And then a thinner layer of chocolate on top and... They they they'll be good to go. Yes. So Ryan agrees, and I Ryan, congratulations! Oh, I have a confession because I saw Ryan in the glass room before he came in, and I didn't know why he was here, and I had no idea it had to do with this pie, and I was like, oh my gosh, they brought Ryan in to sing with me. What I
8: I did love your (laughs) I love I listened back to your you you singing our song many times. It was so good. Thank
1: you. Well, (laughs) nailed it. I told Bobby that it only sounds good with you. And so I thought he brought you in for. I oh my he
0: gosh. In. Oh, that's interesting. I should,
8: we should bring Teddy in here and, and set the mics back up sometime, and we can do it together next time. Okay, next can time. And you
0: come in with your next single, or ne- we will ha- you and Amy will perform "Chasing After You" together. Can we, can we go ahead and put that on the books, Ryan? Next time you come in, you got it. <laughs> okay, there there is Ryan Hurd. Everybody, Woo! big weekend for him. Grammy, Michigan. The pump, the the peanut butter pie, everything is uh, turning up roses for Ryan
1: Hurd.
0: Here's a voicemail from Danny in Louisiana.
2: I have um, an unpopular opinion. You did a Best Blake Shelton song, and I personally think that Austin is the worst song in country music. I'll say it. Um, It's... It's so cheesy, that would never happen, and I just, I can't stand that song. My husband thinks I'm crazy. I don't know. I I would put it down as possibly the worst song in all of country music ever.
0: I think the song is good because it's catchy, right? Yeah. Yes, it's cheesy, it would never happen, but if you're going to talk about worst country songs, there's a song called Donkey, I think that Jared Nima did. It was like, let me ride that donkey, donkey. That's a terrible country song, but... No one listens to that Blake song and goes, "Yeah, I felt that. That exa- that happened to me as well." That yes, it's cheesy, but I think it's very catchy. Anybody? were are gonna say no.
1: I mean, I I love that song. I actually feel it. Like I think back to the days of answering machines and. <laughs> all but also, me- you're
0: from Austin, and I think that's probably where your love for it comes from. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, uh, here's another voicemail from last night.
6: What's up? I just want to know what happened to the cicadas. Where is the cicadas?
0: Yeah, Raymundo, our audio producer, told us they were going to kill us, overwhelm us, take us down. Even told me that my wedding was in jeopardy. Raymundo, what do you have to say for this? Yeah, I was just trying to warn you guys. It's better to be prepared than not at all. And they just went to states north, south, east, and west of us. Just not Nashville, not Tennessee. And also, they never really appeared in the way anywhere. I mean, they appeared in places, but not to the degree that you told us they were coming.
4: There's a video of a construction worker, I believe, in Ohio, getting attacked by
0: these cicadas, so I, he begs to differ. I, he saw them. I could show you a video of somebody getting attacked by bees, and that doesn't mean that everywhere you go all over the country, there are bees attacking people. True. but yeah, I was just being proactive, not reactive. I hear you. All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you for the voicemails. You can call us anytime and leave one, 877-77-BOBBY. That's our number.
1: Woo!
5: Here's Amy's pile of stories.
1: So more than half of people say they're superstitious on game day. Like if their favorite team is playing, they try to do things like wear a specific jersey or put on a certain hat. So I have a full list of the things that people do, Bobby, and I want to know where you fall if your favorite team is playing.
0: I fully believe that if I can't watch the first kickoff, that we will lose the game. So I don't need to watch again either until the halftime kickoff or not at all.
1: Wow. Okay. I don't
0: know why but I, if the game is coming on, I'm like, Caitlin, I've got to watch the very first kickoff because then Arkansas will not win. And there is no rhyme or reason to it. And I don't actually know the record on games that I've watched the kickoff and haven't watched the kickoff. <laughs> yeah. But that's how I feel in my heart. Why? What else okay. do people well, do?
1: That specific thing is not on the list. But what about a certain food or snack? Like, do you have to eat the same thing every time you're watching?
0: No, but you know what I do during commercials? I do push-ups. And if I don't do push-ups on the other side of it, I expect us not to do well. Oh my so gosh. I'll do push-ups or sit-ups and that's why a lot of times I like to watch games by myself. I don't like people there when I'm watching, especially Arkansas games. Only Arkansas games, actually. Yeah. Which, by the way, shout out. We put the whoopin on Missouri this weekend. So, yeah, whoopig. pig. But anyway, continue on.
1: Well, so this one's definitely not you, but like half of people like to have a specific friend or family member present for the game. No, I'm good. Yeah, you want to be alone. Uh, do you carry a good luck charm?
0: Nope. No, no. no. Uh, that's all the this, all this stuff that I've said I've done. Okay. So I'm going to say no to the rest of these. Okay. but. I have my own little quirks.
1: Well, the the ones that are left are some people have to sit in a specific spot on the couch or stand in a certain part of the room. Some people listen to the same music ahead of the game to pump themselves up. And then, yeah, people wear a specific jersey every time their team plays. And like 40% of people won't wash it.
0: <laughs> That's disgusting. What,
1: what about Christmas movies, Bobby? Are you watching those?
0: No, but Caitlin's family has a tradition of watching Elf on Christmas Eve, so I will watch that. I'm just not a big Christmas movie guy. Uh, You know, personally, I like Home Alone in the summer because it's a movie that goes anywhere. But other than that, I'm pretty good. Why?
1: Okay, well, I am watching the Hallmark Lifetime cheesy Christmas movies nonstop. And if anybody else is and they want to get paid for it, Reviews.org is looking for a chief holiday cheermeister, which they're going to pay $2,500 simply to watch and review 25 holiday movies in 25 days. (laughs)
0: You know why they do this, right? Why? They're basically paying 2500 bucks to get us to talk about reviews.org. And then they hire one person, pay them 2500 bucks, and then us talking about it has brought them more attention than the money they've spent.
1: Oh. Well, I mean, but if you're going to watch the Christmas movies, why not get paid $100 a movie to do it?
0: No, I get it. But 25, that is quite the commitment. Okay, well... Are there even 25 good ones,
1: period? Yes. Yes. There are are plenty out there. And heads up, reviews.org, your application's due by December 3rd if you want to apply for this job. (laughs) And then lastly, Morgan Wallen is selling more concert tickets than any other country artist, more than Eric Church, Luke Combs, and Chris Stapleton. In fact, really, only the Rolling Stones are selling more tickets than Morgan.
0: Everywhere he sells, it's like, okay, we're going to do this arena. Okay, we've done an extra day. We're adding another arenas. That's right. Arenas. And so, yeah, I think people are excited to see Morgan Wallen for sure.
1: Yeah, he's added an extra concert at Madison Square Garden and even at Nashville's Bridgestone to your right. He's adding multiple days to every city. It's kind of cool. I'm Amy. That's my pile.
4: That was Amy's pile
0: of stories. It's time for the good news.
1: With Amy. Tell me something good. So this couple just moved to the U.S. from Columbia, Susanna and her husband Edward, and she kept hearing people talk about Thanksgiving. And, you know, she was like, oh, I want to be a part of a traditional American Thanksgiving. So she went on the Nextdoor app and she posted that her and her husband just moved to America and they were curious about what a Thanksgiving was like and if anybody wanted to have them over. She said she had zero expectations of anybody replying. But like a hundred people reached out and invited her and her husband over to to their house to experience a traditional american thanksgiving so she said she narrowed down her options and ended up going over to this nurse carol's house and here's a clip of carol talking about why she invited strangers over
2: I just felt like she seemed so genuine in her reaching out and i felt like we could reciprocate and show her a good side of um, of america
1: Yeah, and not only America, it's in Boston, and she said that this whole experience changed her view on Bostonians, and that she realizes people are super kind and welcoming.
0: That's right. They're not all mass holes up there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love them. All right. Great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right. This is a public service announcement of The Bobby Bones Show. Today is Monday. If you have Thanksgiving leftovers in your refrigerator today, they are probably not good anymore. Here's the story. According to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, it probably will not be safe to eat your food today. The USDA says three to four days on leftovers. They should be quickly stored in shallow containers and placed in a fridge or freezer. They should only eat three to four days. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, today's the last, last day.
1: you got to let it go. So...
0: Just a heads up, you're going to be mysteriously sick and not know why, but that's why I'm here, to help you. <laughs> so leftovers, I would just say after today. Like, eat them all today, because after today, no bueno. That's right. Sometimes I just throw Spanish in there now. That's my life. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> that story's from Fox 7 Austin. Uh, let's go over to Amy and do the morning corny.
6: <laughs>
1: the
0: morning corny.
1: What game does Comet like to play at a sleepover?
0: What game does Comet like to play at a sleepover?
1: Truth or (laughs) Deer.
0: Okay, we're now to Christmas jokes, by the way. (laughs) Yes, yes.
1: Thanksgiving has passed, so now it will be reindeer, snowmen, Santa, trees, those kind of jokes.
0: (laughs) All right, Ray, hit that end again. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) That was the Morning Corny. Hope everybody listening right now had a great Thanksgiving. Hope you spent it with family and or friends. Just hope it was A+. plus. You know, I am doing the show from a different country, which I have been for the last couple of weeks. So Thanksgiving was weird for us. I think Caitlin took it a lot harder than I did because I didn't grow up with a lot of family or traditional Thanksgivings. And so for me, Thanksgiving is just, hey, some years you see friends and some years you don't. But her, she's, you know, so close to her family. For her, it was very difficult. We had our Thanksgiving at a hotel restaurant. It was me Caitlin and Morgan number one who used to work on the show so it was actually a really nice dinner But I think what she missed was the three days of family that she usually has But I would give it a C minus because the food was really good and they had like a traditional American Thanksgiving there Um, So that's what we did for Thanksgiving. We had a good time. We have a little game I forget what the game is called. Mike, you know the little red card game we have It's called like get to know you or something something like that We played that game and you know, it was good but I promise her next Thanksgiving will be better. So that's mine. Amy, what about you?
1: I was good. I hosted um, some family, some friends, um, Morgan number two, and Abby came over, which Abby's our phone screener and her mom was in town too, so she brought her mom and that was fun. Like Abby and her mom are basically the same exact person. (laughs) Like literally, I've never met a mom and daughter duo that are like that much alike. And so we had a lot of fun. We ate, uh, we had a few vegetarians, but two turkeys. So a lot of meat was left over. And then we played Pictionary and a game around the table. It was a lot of fun.
0: How many people showed up to your house?
1: I think there was like 13 Wow. Or so? Yeah.
0: Who I did mean, the dishes?
1: Oh, I think my father-in-law mostly, maybe my husband did some. I I don't know. I not me because I <laughs> did all the cooking. <laughs> like my mother-in-law and I did all of the dishes and everything that was served. And so I was like, okay, fine. We'll use real dishes for everything cuz I feel like my I'm a paper plate kind of person. I don't care. But then my, my sister has somehow convinced me, even though she wasn't even there, that eating off of real dishes tastes, makes the food taste better. So we did that. And we used real napkins and everything. I, did, I washed those. I did those in the laundry. But yeah, I don't know. Somehow, magically, the dishes got done.
0: So I had Morgan number one. You had Morgan number two. Look at us taking yeah. care of our Morgans.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> hey, Morgan, how was it over at Amy's?
3: Oh, it was so good. Amy is such a good cook. Like, I loved the food. Her family's mac and cheese was amazing. And then I totally bonded with her cat Maggie. We became best friends. So I have a feeling I will be at Amy's more often after this because of that.
0: Hey Abby, how was your experience at Amy's house? Any did your mom have fun? Did your mom feel like, you know?
3: (laughs) My mom did your mom was
0: your mom cool with it?
1: Yeah, she is so like shy and and nervous. So she was like, I don't know anybody. I feel so weird going to somebody's house. I have never even met Amy. But she had so, so she much fun. So take a fun. few shots
0: and get loose or what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> she should have. <laughs> no, but she loved it and she thought the food was amazing too. So, but she was really excited Ed- and glad that you like invited us. She thought it was nice.
0: Eddie, I was watching your social media and you were, you went to the beach. You went to Florida?
5: Yes, I went to Destin, Florida. First time we've ever gone to the beach during Thanksgiving, which is weird to be at the beach when it's a little cold. Never done that before. I saw a clip where a shark was under someone's paddle boat? Yeah, yeah, man. My, Me and my kids, my wife had gone back to the condo and I was there with two of my kids. And we saw the shadow of the of whatever it was just in the water because it's so, the water's so clear there. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, that looks like a shark!" And then you know, bones, when you see like a wave come up and then you see the silhouette of whatever it is. I mean, this was a straight up shark. You saw the fin, the tail, everything, and it was huge. And it started started to go towards this these people in a paddle boat. It was a mom and two of her kids on a paddle board. You know, the ones you stand on. It's like a surfboard you stand on with a stick. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, that shark is going right for them.
0: I look like a porpoise to me. I'm just gonna say what I no. said. <laughs> I look like a porpoise.
5: No. I look like a little- the thing <laughs> is, the thing is, I actually went to the lady when she came back. I said, what was that? She goes, it was a shark, straight up. I looked mm. down and it was a shark as big as a, a beach chair, like a beach lawn chair. So what happened on Thanksgiving? Did you guys order in food or did you carry food down to Florida? I actually carried the frozen turkey down to Florida. I wanted to do it here in Nashville before we got to Florida, but it was still frozen. So I thought it out the entire way. I got a deep fryer and I fried it up. Man, it was Delicious. What about all the sides? Did you carry those down with you? Yeah, we no, we made that. My wife made that the night before. So as soon as we got there, we got like uh, the mac and cheese, the mashed potatoes, done, the green bean casserole, and all I had to do was fry the turkey. I mean, it was everybody was super happy with the food. What are the odds, he has COVID, guys? I don't
1: know.
5: Ninety-five percent. <laughs>
0: I feel good. I feel good. Last time he went to Florida, he came back, had COVID, and wasn't on the show for a month and a half.
6: <laughs> yeah, I uh, remember that. Lunchbox, your Thanksgiving? Oh, man, we were just at the house, and let me tell you, we used paper plates, we bought <laughs> everything, and we just stuck it in the oven, because when you got three kids under the age of three, it is impossible to do anything, because my wife would try to cook, and they would be in there by trying to touch the oven, so you just really just heated everything up, and we ate, and it was fine, whatever. It rained all day, so the kids couldn't go outside and run around, so it was just a loud, a lot of screaming and mess.
1: <laughs> sounds relaxing. That
6: sounds like normal, though, for you. Yeah, no, it's normal, but that's what I'm saying. So it was really like any other day, so as much as I'm okay, going to say, oh, Thanksgiving, so fun. No, it's just like any other day. Well, next up is Christmas,
0: and it, I mean, it hits quick. Like, a couple weeks, and you start bracing for for Christmas, and I, listen, Christmas, I will not be working We'll be back. We'll be doing traditional Christmas. Uh, Where are you doing Christmas, Amy?
1: We don't know. We were just talking about that, and I honestly have no idea. We kind of have to be bendy, breezy, whatever (laughs) ends up happening. Cover girl? Yeah. Yeah.
8: (laughs) Yeah. Bendy, breezy, cover girl? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
8: Yeah. All right.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we're going to go to Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, We we haven't talked about it, but I'm going to do whatever Caitlin wants forever now. I guess. Because she has been (laughs) trapped with me forever. Eventually, I'll get to tell you guys the story of where I am and why I'm here. But right now, I can't. But when I do, it will basically be an homage to Caitlyn and her uh, patience with me. Mm -hmm. Got it? Good answer. Cool. All right, we're going to draft the best commercial jingles. How this works is we're drafting a team. All three picks matter. Lunchbox has the first overall pick because we rolled the dice backstage and Lunchbox won. So Lunchbox... To you, what's the best commercial jingle song?
6: Man, I mean, every time you hear it, you know what it is, and it goes, bop, 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 bop. I'm loving it. Yeah, that's kind of weird. McDonald's. <laughs> Wait, how did yours go again? Ba, da, 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 I I don't have beat or rhythm, so I can't do it. I'm, I'm loving it. Okay.
0: Ba, da, ba, ba, ba. I'm, I'm
6: loving, loving it. it. Yeah, how did you do so, that? How do
0: you do that? Ba, da, ba, ba, ba. Repeat after me. Ba, da, ba, ba, ba
6: ba 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 ba
0: No, no, no. Really, really try this. No, I, okay? I I am so trying. ba ba ba
6: ba 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 you are
0: not serious.
6: No, I am. Like, Eddie, look
0: at my face. Oh, no, he's dead serious, Bones.
6: Like, look One how hard time. I am
0: trying. Just repeat after me. ba ba
6: ba ba Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey. That's
0: kind of it. That's kind of <sighs> it. I'm Good. Good, good, good. Okay. Lunchbox has McDonald's. I'm loving
5: it. Yeah, Eddie. Man, that was a good number one, but I will go with give me a break. Give oh, me okay. a break. Kit yeah. Kat. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. That's a
0: good one. That's a good one. Morgan?
3: I'm going with the insurance nationwide is on your side.
0: Uh, mm, that's good. That's good. I'm next. Uh, I'm going to go with Huh. Mm. There's There are a lot of good ones right now. I'm going to go with, I wish I was an Oscar Mayer wiener. Yeah, I'm going to go old school with Oscar Mayer wiener. Because I just like saying wiener. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I just picked it. <laughs> I figured that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Amy?
1: Dang it. Okay. Then I'll go with, Um. wait, which one did Morgan do? Nationwide. Okay, okay. I'm going to go with, like a good
0: neighbor, Uh, State Farm Farm is there. Yeah, that's good. Okay, we all have our first picks. Now we go backward this time. Amy, what is your second pick?
1: Okay, I'm going with, I'm a big kid now.
0: Mm, Huggies. Yeah. Good, 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 good. I'm going to go with, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with, oh, my baby bag Chili's baby back rib song. Mm. Morgan?
3: That was so good. That's what I had. I'm going to go with the food, though. They're magically delicious. And I said that wrong. You, you Lucky Charms. You almost said it. You almost got it. <laughs> <laughs> I got excited. Lucky Charms.
0: You're going Lucky Charms.
5: They're magically delicious. Yes, that one. one. Eddie? Man, I'm aging myself on this one, but I mean, I, I know it. Everyone knows it. It's the best part of waking up is Folgers in your Dang ca- it!
6: That's good. That's good. Lunchbox. Oh, man. You know me. I don't want to grow up. I'm, I'm a Toys R Us kid. Because everybody knows it. And every time you heard that as a kid, you're like, man, I don't want to grow up. You can sing that, though. Do that again. I don't want to grow up. I'm a
0: Toys R Us kid. Ooh, almost. Oh. Yeah, you have it. I knew what you were singing. Okay.
6: I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Do that. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. <laughs> <laughs> so okay.
8: close. It's- Gosh, I it's am good, though. so it's good, though. bad at <laughs> it's singing. Good,
4: though. It's
6: good. Okay. Like, I don't so, even think people know the jingles when I do them.
0: The McDonald's one I had no idea until you went, I'm loving it. You oh. went, ba-da-da-da-da-ba- da da. i am loving it. <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh, my goodness.
0: Okay, here we go. Lunchbox has, I'm loving it from McDonald's, and I'm a Toys R Us kid. You have one pick left, Lunchbox.
6: Guys, I have one food on my thing, and this one, oh, man, I don't know which one I'm going to go with. Oh, man. Sing it. Whatever it is, sing it. We I know, I know, it. I know. <laughs> oh, there's two that I have, and I'm like, I don't know which one to go. They're both so good. But what would you do? No. What?
1: <laughs> go now ahead. Now, sing it, Lunchbox. Go ahead.
6: <laughs> yeah, come on. It. What would you do for a Klondike bar? Oh my gosh, that's he, pretty good. Yeah, no, it's nailed not. it. It's what
1: it's
6: would you good. do for a Klondike bar? That's it. Oh, what yeah. <laughs> would you do for a Klondike bar? No. What would you do? Uh, what would you do? <laughs> what would you do for a Klondike bar? One more time. What would you do? What would you do for a Klondike yeah, bar?
8: Uh, Eddie,
0: you yeah. get to add your final piece here. You have. Yeah. Give me a break. Kit Kat and Folgers—the best
5: part of waking up. Man, I think my sing it to me. My, I think my picks are pretty good. So this third one—I mean, I've got to let's get that trifecta with "Every Kiss Begins with K." Interesting.
6: And they <laughs> don't like that I one. I don't know. I, I think
5: I mean, he went to Jared. That's fine.
0: Yeah, that's fine.
5: Oh, okay. uh, Morgan, you have Nationwide
6: is on
0: your side, and you have. They're magically delicious. What do you have next?
3: Five dollar foot long. I'm going Subway.
6: Okay. That was the one I was debating <laughs> between. I couldn't decide. Uh, I'm going to go with,
5: this is the Bobby Bone Show. I mean, that's a jingle. Okay. Is
1: that
6: a commercial?
5: What, song? Amy?
1: Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. that works.
5: You
6: want to die on that hill. Is that what you say? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 You know what? I ran it by scuba before the, the draft if that was legal because I thought about it, I'll be honest.
1: Oh, look at you. Wait,
6: did he say it wasn't legal? No. I just I just oh. decided that when, when uh, Klondike was still there, I was like, all right, I got to go with Klondike. Okay, I'm going with, this is the Bobby
0: Bone Show jingle. Okay, Amy, go.
1: I mean, I don't even know what's left, you guys, but I'm going to go with, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Yeah, I got that that's one. Good. Oh. I was
0: surprised no one with meow, 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 meow.
1: Oh, good one! Meow I didn't mix. think of
6: it.
0: Huh. Good. Or call JG Wentworth eight seven seven cash
8: now.
6: That's good.
0: And then I had nausea, heartburn, indigestion. That's a hard one to do. Oh, Pepto-Bismol one right now. Yeah, yeah.
6: I had be um, all that you can be in the
0: U.S. Army.
1: Ooh, good one. But
0: how does the song? How does the jingle go? I don't know. Beep. That's a well. That's not a jingle. Oh, that that's a slogan. Be- oh, oh, true. That's all. And I- Amy's singing G.I. Joe over there.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: Okay, our teams are up. You can go vote at bobbybones.com. Nice job, guys. That was fun, huh? Yeah, that was awesome.
1: I'm loving it.
0: No, still not it. (laughs) No, go Uh, (laughs) do-do-do-do-do. Da-da-do-do-do. I'm loving it. (laughs) (laughs) He throws in a (laughs) da-da. It's time for the good news.
5: With Bobby. Tell me something good.
0: A 24-year-old runner crossed the finish line at the L.A. Marathon and became the youngest person, get this, To complete 100 marathons. Oh. Oh. Oof. I mean, doing one. You've done a marathon.
1: I have, and it was one of the most difficult things I've ever done.
0: Jocelyn Rivas became interested in running as a spectator in 2013. She ran the race the following year. She decided after running a few more marathons, she wanted to pursue the Guinness record for youngest person to complete 100 races. Wow. I mean, good for her. That's tough. I mean... At one point, I ran the end of a marathon. Mm-hmm. The end of a marathon. Accidentally, I got trapped in. <laughs> I was I was there to be support, and I got trapped, so I had to finish the marathon. Everybody was like congratulating me. They put a medal on my neck. You I, went through
5: the finish line. Uh-huh,
0: I didn't. I, I was trapped in the walls. <laughs> they uh, put they they gave me bananas. That's hilarious. But I was so embarrassed to admit that I actually got trapped in it. That I was like, thank you, thank you. And you then just, I just went with it. I just it. got out of town, yeah. But uh, that's that's crazy, 100 marathons.
1: Yeah, her body must be very uh, built different than mine. Yeah. Like, after one, I couldn't walk for like six weeks. My knee was shot, my foot, my back.
0: <laughs> she must be a runner. Yeah. Also, to be at a marathon and be inspired to run a marathon, when I watched the marathon, I thought, I could never do this. <laughs> like, I didn't leave there going, that's something I want to do. I left there going, well, I just finished one. And I'm good now. (laughs) All right. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? Thank you for hanging out. We got a voicemail last night from Sadie in Pennsylvania, and I wanted to play that for you now. Here you
2: go. Morning, studio. I was just going through my calendar for December, and something popped up for December 1st, which is this Wednesday. Wednesday. And it is the six months since Amy had the mysterious package put on her porch that she did not want to talk about. There was something or a mysterious package she maybe got in the mail that she didn't feel safe about and that she didn't want to talk about. But she said she would in six months. And that is this Wednesday.
0: That is true. And I remember this and you were like, do not say what it is. But I don't know. That is, we're six months out and shout out to her for putting that in her calendar. Yeah. I don't know if it's something you want to talk about.
1: Yeah, I don't think I'm ready. And yes, I just, I, I'm impressed that she had that as a reminder. So thank you for reminding us, but we're not, we're not there yet. Are we?
0: I don't think so. I think today's the 29th. So November 29th, December 29th, January 29th, February 20th, March 1st, rain or shine, Amy will say what was delivered to our house. I just don't oh. think it's safe to say so right now. Yeah, I'm not ready yet. So I want to, and I didn't put that on you. I just don't think it's time for you to say yet. Oh, thank you. It might might be dangerous. Okay, cool. So March first, please Sadie and Pa, put it back in your calendar, and please call us back and remind us then. All right, let's go over and do the news. Bobby's
1: big stories.
0: All right, my first story is from the New York Post. A woman is devastated after no one shows up to her friendsgiving. The clip's gone viral. Basically, it shows a woman sitting at a table on her own after no one showed up to her planned dinner. Christian Zamora is her boyfriend. He shot it and put it up. And he says she had planned this video for two weeks. Big Friendsgiving. No one showed up at all. And this story started to get retweeted a lot and shared a lot. I'm calling bull crap on this. Like, I think this is one, somebody just looking for some clicks on TikTok, some some views. Second of all, I've had a Friendsgiving before. You don't commit to having a Friendsgiving unless you have real-life friends that say, yes, I'm going to be there. Amy, you had one. We talked about it a little bit ago. If you didn't have at least six or seven for-sures In four or five probabilities, would you have even had a Friendsgiving?
1: Yeah, that's how Friendsgiving come about. Even the one that we had at your house several years ago, it's like you kind of people start to say, hey, I don't have anywhere to go. I don't have anything to do. So they're looking for something to do. And then somebody decides to be the host of it. You don't just decide to do it.
0: (laughs) So no one showed up. They didn't even send her a message to let her know they weren't going to make it. This just screams looking for views. Mike D and I talk about this a lot. Mike D, do you believe this story? Yes or no? Not at all. Okay. This is just somebody who probably had a great Friendsgiving, who was like, okay, before everybody sits down, let's shoot a video and say, nobody came. So I wanted to start with that and say, I think that is a load of crap. (laughs) Hey, Ray, say load of crap in your announcer voice. Load of crap.
5: Oh. There it is. Nice.
0: Yeah. Christopher Collins told police he suspected his wife was killed by intruders, but he has since been charged with murder in the case of his wife's death two days before her death they had signed a $250,000 life insurance policy. That's right, a Texas woman was found dead two days after she signed a quarter of a million life insurance policy, and now her husband has been charged with her murder. You would think, and follow me here, first of all, he's a terrible guy, if he did it. He's a terrible guy, the worst. Obviously, he murdered his wife. But if you were gonna do this, don't you wait more than two days? Because that screams... I just killed her to get the money. Am I right or wrong, Amy?
1: I mean, yeah, I think you have to have more foresight with this if you're gonna do it. I don't I don't condone this behavior. No, but we're not. We're yeah. not. I'm just
0: reading this and going, This guy is a terrible guy and he's stupid mm-hmm. because you're gonna two days after, that automatically paints you as guilty. That's what I allegedly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegedly. allegedly. That automatically paints <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, tragic story. They had signed the paper for life insurance on November 16th, and on November 18th, apparently some intruders had broken in.
1: I wonder, anytime anybody goes to sign sign up for new life insurance, do you now have to have this thought of like, well, do I trust this person that I'm living with now? Because why are are we getting this new insurance suddenly?
0: Well, that's why I don't tell you jabronis who's in my will, because you'll kill me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Think about that. Okay. Okay.
0: An autopsy found that she died from a gunshot wound. Medical ah. examiners determined the bullet was fired from a 22 or 25 caliber weapon, and that officers also found a 22 cartridge in his pocket, oh. in the guy's pocket.
1: Okay.
0: That is from Insider. And then I wanted to end on this because what's happening around the country now, lots of people are going into stores together and just stealing everything and then running out because you can't stop everybody. Have you been seeing these in the news?
1: I mean, some of the ones that you've told me about, and I've seen a few, but I mean, I don't, it makes me not even want to go shopping in public anymore.
0: I have two from Daily Mail, one from USA Today. The first one, dozens of looters rampaged through two Minnesota best buys, taking TVs, tablets, and hoverboards as a flash mob robbery hit in California. That's the first one. The second one, a group of 10 people went into a Home Depot in California and grabbed hammers and crowbars and then ran out to a waiting car. (laughs) They had the sledgehammers ready to hit people who were trying to stop them. (gasps) Police deputies say the entire hammer section of the store was cleaned out, which is a weird thing to steal. I mean, they they have like a hammer party somewhere, but they did one of these where they went in. Does anyone know why they would steal hammers? You would think they would have grabbed more expensive stuff there. Uh, And then from USA Today, five people rushed into a Nordstrom store in Southern California the night before Thanksgiving and fled with several purses. L.A. police said a security guard was sprayed with an irritant meant to deter charging bears. To keep him from actually stopping them, they stole $25,000 in bags. This is another flash mob theft, and they're happening, you know, one, two. We have just three this morning, two in California, one in Minnesota.
6: And I know why they're stealing hammers. That's what they use on the smash and grab. So if they go in and steal those, they can use them in their crime. If they buy a bunch of hammers, they're on camera and in their receipts, it's like, oh, wait, these guys bought a bunch of hammers. Then you go bust them, so they need them for their next robbery. Well, just going in with one person and paying cash for a hammer I think is
0: less of a red flag than if you're going 10 in and grabbing hammers and running out.
1: Yeah, You like risk your whole life for to get a your hammer, hammer to, to commit your <laughs> I crimes. I would go rob
0: people's <laughs> like sheds for hammers <laughs> instead of stealing 10 hammers from a Home Depot. Uh, okay. Well, that's the news. Thank you, guys. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Bones. <laughs> On the phone right now, it's Amy's like nephew-in-law or something. What is it, Amy?
1: Yes, he's married to my niece.
0: So it's your nephew. Yeah, nephew-in-law.
1: Yeah, I I guess I'm his aunt-in-law.
0: We were talking about a woman who eats raw beef as her diet. Like she just buys it and eats it. And Amy goes, well, I have a a family member who is a meat scientist. I don't even know this is a real thing. I'll be honest with you. But I was so curious. And we have Amy's nephew-in-law on now, Dr. Drew Cassins. Dr. Drew Cassens, thank you for hanging out with us today. I, I'm really interested in what you do, so we, we appreciate the time.
7: Well, Bobby, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Questions, questions. I got questions. How did you get into being a meat scientist?
7: Yeah, so I'm really meat scientist. I know it sounds crazy, um, but I think it all started with my uh, background in, in animal ag and got involved in meat judging at Texas A&M. And that really sparked the passion for meat science. And I think a lot of times people think about meat science is so weird, but, you know, it's needed. We, have, we eat meat, so we have to have the scientists say to make sure it's good for us.
0: Does anyone ever go, hey, so what do you do, doctor? And you're like, they're like, are you like a heart doctor or are you like a, you know, knee doctor? And you're like, no, I'm a meat doctor. Is that ever,
7: they're like, what, seriously? For sure. Um, it's really funny. Um, I, I joke all the time that I, I'm a doctor, but definitely can't save anybody's life by any means. Um, so we just, you know, the meat science side—we're just making sure that food is tastes good and it's it's juicy, it's, t- it's flavorful, and it's safe for you.
0: Okay, here are my real questions: Is it safe to eat raw meat like this lady was talking about? Raw beef? Can you just eat raw meat from the grocery store?
7: Not in that capacity, right? We we got to make sure we're cooking our our meat products to a safe temperature. Now there are things like you know beef tartar, if you've heard of that before, that is a raw beef product you can consume. But we add things to it like uh, lime juice, lemon juice, acid to kind of help and break down that bacteria so it is healthy to eat.
0: If I went out and killed an animal and I was real hungry, could I just eat it right then and there raw?
7: I would definitely advise against that, Bobby. Um, <laughs> probably not the best idea to do. And the reasoning why is because, you know, bacteria live in the environment and a lot of times those animals have bacteria on their hide and on their skin and as you're breaking that carcass down, a lot of times that bacteria gets them to the carcass and then that can result in you getting deathly ill. So I I would definitely advise against going out there and killing the animal and eating it right away.
0: We have Dr. Drew Cassens on. Did you graduate from Tarleton State or do you work there now?
7: I work there now. So I got my undergrad and master's at A&M, my PhD at Oklahoma State.
0: Let me ask you this question then, Mr. Fancy, because sometimes I go to fancy places and I'll see there's Wagyu beef on the menu. Are Wagyu cattle really massaged and serenaded with classical music?
7: <laughs> so I would say definitely not here in the U.S. Uh, maybe in other countries like Japan, they might do that kind of stuff. But most of the Wagyu beef you're going to see here in the United States is just a breed of cattle. And those breed of cattle just really tend to be highly marbled, very tender, very juicy, a lot of flavor to them. And so I don't think we really serenade and massage those cattle here in the U.S like they might in in Japan and other countries.
0: If I'm ordering a steak at a restaurant, for health purposes, what's the best way to order a steak?
7: I mean, you can order that medium rare. I mean, that's what I prefer. Um, Even people do rare and blue rare. A lot of times, you know, with steaks, that bacteria is on the surface. And so by putting on a grill that's really hot, you're killing all bacteria. And so it's safe to eat uh, about 135, 140, no problem for sure. Did you say blue rare? What's that mean? So blue rare. So we have degrees of doneness um, for for steaks and blue rare is the lowest degree of doneness. And it's more of just cooking the surface just a little bit. And so on the inside, you still have a fairly raw piece of meat. And some people do like that. I mean, it's cold in the center. Um, oh, for me, it's not very appealing. That
0: sounds disgusting. <laughs> oh, no. oh, golly. Wow. Is r- red meat, you know, the big story is don't eat a lot of red meat. What's your take on that, doctor?
7: Red meat's good for you. Um, we need to make sure we're consuming lean red meat. That's that's the kicker there. Um, you need the protein. And and meat provides some really good vitamins and minerals that we can't get from anything else, right? We need some essential Um, minerals in our body and meat the best source for that. And so eating lean meat is the best opportunity for you.
0: You ever want to punch a vegan in the face?
7: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've ever had the opportunity to get that close to one before, um, unfortunately, but, you know, I think more than anything, it's just the uh, education basis of it. Um, you know, I respect their wishes. I hope they respect ours too. We're just trying to feed America, honestly.
0: Do you ever go to a restaurant and you're like, this meat isn't good. And you're like, I'm a doctor in meat. I would just like you guys to know you could really improve. Like, <laughs> do you, are you a snob, a meat snob?
7: If you ask, my wife and family, uh, most definitely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I really don't, uh, eat a lot of meat or steaks outside at restaurants, honestly. Cause I can do better job at home. But like, if, okay, so like Roadhouse, you can go and pick out your steak. So we go to Texas Roadhouse. You better guarantee I'm sitting there at that window case, picking out my steak before I sit down to eat that because I want to make sure I get the best Mm eating experience possible.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, final question for me, and then I'll let them, if they have one, ask one. But if you were stranded on an island and no food and you had to eat a human, what meat on the human would be the best to go for? Um, Because I would go butt cheek. I'll just tell you right (laughs) now. Yeah, I would go butt cheek. Uh, you know, if I got to go, it's just straight flesh, but I don't know. You're the expert. Maybe you don't have an answer for this, but I, I, I just know, wanted to say a few things and stall and let you think about it.
7: The butt cheek thing would probably be a good one to go with. The problem with that butt mm-hmm. cheek, it might be a little tough, right? So I would go more towards that back area, that loin section. Uh, those tend to be <laughs> a lot tender of muscles compared to the the other ends of the animal.
1: What and he
0: the got human? me with knowledge and education. Yes, yeah. uh, Amy, do you, have a, do you have a question for Dr. Drew Casson's your nephew-in-law?
1: Well, I want I want him to answer the original question that that even got him on here because I brought you up. Uh, Dr. Drew, my little nephew, That because you told me about ground meat and how when you're ordering a hamburger at a restaurant, you should always get it well done. And people don't do that. They, they get medium well, whatever, but well done. So I wanted you to explain why that is.
7: Yeah, I think the biggest thing with ground beef is you think about bacteria on the surface. And so when we're taking a piece of meat, a cut of meat, and we start to grind it up, we're putting all that bacteria on the surface on the interior, and we're spreading that bacteria out. And so with ground beef, you have bacteria potentially all through that product. And so it's very important to cook it to 160 uh, degrees Fahrenheit to make sure we kill off any bacteria that might be in that product. All right, there he is. I think we should applaud
0: him for coming yeah. out with us. We've never had a meat scientist on. Woo-hoo. Doctor, we appreciate the time. Uh, one day, it'll be my goal to have a steak with you and just hear all about it. I'm looking
7: forward to it, Baba. Y'all have a good time.
0: Great guest, Amy. Who else in your family does crazy stuff? It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Okay. Now, there we have it. Uh, thank you to Dr. Kassens. In front of all you guys, you have somebody's name. Yes. This is the person you're buying a gift for for Christmas. Okay. And our gift show is usually the last one of the year. So we have, you know, a few weeks for you to go out and buy this person a
6: gift. Lunchbox, who do you want to be buying you a gift? You. Why? Because you buy the nice gifts. I think everybody <laughs> buys nice <laughs> no gifts. No one else puts effort into their gifts.
0: <laughs> now there is a, a a bit of a wrinkle this year. We're gonna do mystery box Christmas. Oh, so man. when you have the gift that's bought for you, you can either take that gift the person got you, valued under fifty bucks. Oh. Like that's the limit, fifty bucks. Or you can take what's in Bobby's mystery box. Which you'll have a mystery box or two. And, and we get to
1: like go in and pick it. A- Whatever.
6: You don't get to to know what's in it, but you pick one of the two boxes. Okay. But it's a mystery. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, but now I'm worried if I get you, you'll buy me crap, and I'll think, oh, it's good. Man, this is going to be tough this year. But you can open the gift from the person that, that got you the gift. Like, you see
0: it, and you're like, oh, a $49 Electric razor.
6: <laughs> oh, and then you can keep then it. Then you sweat. can keep
0: it or go to the mystery Love box. Love it. But once you go to the mystery box, I get to keep the gift. So
1: the mystery box oh. could be like a box of paper clips. It could be. It could be. Oh my goodness.
0: So let's see if who we're you, buying you, for. Okay. Okay. All right, Amy, who are you buying for at Christmas?
1: I'm um, Scuba Steve. Okay. Good.
0: Hey. Morgan, who are you buying for? Raymundo. I am buying for Morgan.
1: Woo! Stupid! Uh.
2: Stupid! <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I get two
6: Bobby boxes, is what you're saying. The one time what? The one time I got you, you know what it was? The Cracker Barrel. I mean, the one time. So you couldn't even get me anything good. Eddie? Yeah, here we go. Let's see what I got. Who are you buying a gift for?
5: I am buying for me.
1: Oh, how'd that happen? (laughs) Merry
5: Christmas, Eddie. (laughs)
6: Lunchbox, (laughs) do you got? Oh, this feels good. Abby. <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> feels great. Wow. He's really great. He's get gonna ready, get Abby. You're going to have a great Christmas. Scooby, Steve, who do you have?
4: I've got you, Bobby. Nice.
6: <laughs> Good luck. Abby?
3: <laughs> I have Mike D.
1: I got him last year, too. Woo-hoo.
0: Mike, who do you have? I have Amy. Okay. Yay. And so what? who does Ray have? Me. Eddie, I'll tell you what. I'll buy you a gift, too.
5: No! Yeah! No! Because I got myself! Yeah. That's what I'm talking about! Why Wait, no, that doesn't work. Yeah. Why not? You buy all gifts. No, no, no <laughs> This, no, this no, is no, perfect! Hold
0: no. on, oh, no, hold on. You have to buy for someone. <laughs> uh-huh. So, who wants to trade with Eddie? Somebody trade with Eddie. Mike, what do you have? who do you have? Okay.
1: Okay, so Mike, now who do you have? Eddie's shopping for me now. Yes. And then Mike D shopping for Eddie. Perfect. Sounds great. This? Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay, so everybody has their person now. I got Abby. This made by day. <laughs> And so you'll get the gift, you'll open it, and you can have and keep that gift, or you go to the mystery box. Yeah. Everybody feel good? Yeah. Love it. Yep. Okay, that will be our final show of the year. I think on the 17th, Mike. Yep. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.
8: Oh. Bobby Bone Show.
0: Bonehead.
8: Story up the day.
6: This story comes to us from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. Two women were at Walmart shopping when one woman got mad at the other one, grabbed a cold chicken, and wha! A cold chicken? Cold chicken. Hit her across the back of the head with it. Oh, that's, that's like right. a rock, huh?
0: Yeah. It's just weird, too. That's the weapon she... Wait, she just grabbing for anything nearby?
6: Yeah, I think they were in the meat department, Mom? and they were worried it was going to be a cold case, but okay. they solved it. Yeah. Okay. You're right, though, about a cold meat. <laughs> or a frozen? That's a rock. Yeah, yeah. It's a boulder, man. That's a rock. <laughs> Wow. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day.
0: We really appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. But before we go, I do want to do the good news countdown.
5: It's the good news countdown. Counting
4: down the biggest good news stories across the land.
0: Here we go. Up first
8: number three.
0: A woman had a medical issue on the highway and passed out behind the wheel, but her car kept going and was out of control. So a random guy sacrificed his own car by pulling in front of her and hitting the brakes. She suffered a few broken ribs, but survived. Both are going to be okay. That's a tough decision, though. You're going to. I think I would do that. I, I'm not someone who says I would be a hero because most things I would go, I, nope, wouldn't do that. I think I could pull my car out, though, to stop a car that's going crazy. I would be nervous. I would try to position it to where it was the passenger side, but you probably don't have a lot of time to position if that's happening. But good for that dude. Good story. Next.
8: Number two,
0: a woman in Boston went into labor five weeks early and freaked out because she wanted to be married before the baby came. A doctor at the hospital named Gregory Woods was ordained, so he officiated their wedding in the hospital. The woman's father even showed up to the hospital with her wedding dress. Now she's married and has a healthy baby boy. So there you go. Number one, a nine-year-old in Florida received an award for bravery after she fought off a guy who tried to steal her mom's purse. They were getting into their car outside a store. He knocked the mom down. The daughter kept punching him in the head until he ran off. There's security footage of it. Cops arrested the guy two days later. He got beat up by a nine-year-old. That's oh the funniest gosh. part of this. I mean, <laughs> great for the nine-year-old. I hope that's, but he got beat up by a nine-year-old. His friends will never let him hear the end of that.
6: That was the Good News Countdown.
0: All right, that's what's up. Have a great day. Uh, see you manana. All right, bye, everybody.
3: Bob
2: bones.